Welcome to The Scoop, brought to you by Indeed, your weekly dose of internal talent news from here and around the globe. So grab your popcorn and open your mind as I hand you over to our anchors from Tarpod, Lauren Sharp and Craig Watson. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Scoop. I'm Craig. And I'm Lauren. Oh, Lars, you sound like shit. That's me. It's Lauren. (laughs) Is this the post-itis Lauren voice? You know you were at a good party when you've lost your voice and you come out with a bad cold. Uh, <laughs> hey, thanks to everyone who came, um, everyone who since then has put things on socials. It's all been a oh. hugely positive um, event. What a night. What a night. Um, oh, my God. And clearly I'm still winners, recovering. Eh? Six days later, seven days later, I'm still recovering. Yeah, you're in a world of pain. I am am in a world of pain. But anyway, it was an amazing night. The Iders, like we broke some records with the amount of nominations we had. Um, We really did. And I think the amount of booze that have ever gone through one night in Dalton House was broken as well. Uh, (laughs) I do know that I have got the biggest thank you to Smart Recruiters and to Rich Lewis-Jones and the team. They have done a fantastic job partnering with us on this. Uh, The guys over at TQ, People Scout, um, we've got the XFT. They bloody will run out of XFTs. I think it was. Um, look, I, I've spoken to many, many, many people who went on the night and since, and um, it's been wholly positive. So we're happy, but we're also very grateful for the people who helped and also the people who came because you don't have a good party if the people who come don't get involved. Oh, absolutely, and uh, I am testament on how good that party was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, hold on. <clears throat> yeah, anyway, so on the on the on the Friday. Um, what time did you get out of bed? Four thirty in the afternoon, <laughs> and and I was on a flight in the bloody morning. Oh well, well. that's your port management, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's get on with today, this week's news. Sure, it's do you a, want to go first or me? I've got a few fun ones in here, but anyway, this one had me laughing out loud. Go okay. On. Okay, flyer distributor accused of over 2,400 child employment breaches in HR director. A catalogue distribution firm, Ive Distribution, is facing more than 2,400 criminal charges after it allegedly breached Victoria's child employment laws by employing children under the age of 15 without permits. According to the watchdog's allegations, the distributor hired 400 kids under 15 to deliver catalogues and flyers to homes in Victoria between July and September 22. A small percentage of the walkers have been um, children under the age of 15 across the country. And IV, IV obtained parental consent and does all appropriate checks. They've got a, they actually have a permit um, from around about that time as well, saying they were all ready to go and ready to rumble. And um, the firm, they're now risking of getting fined up to $18,000 per offence. It just sounds like a bloody money grab to me. That's what happens like be- when you're paying kids in bags of mixed lollies, though. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, they I went and read the whole article. They had the permits in place. They had um, the parents' com- permission, et cetera, et cetera. Like, this is what you do as a kid. You deliver papers. You deliver catalogues yeah, yeah. in mailboxes. That's your part-time job to get some extra cash. And now the state government's going to be putting an end to this sort of shit because they want to find companies and make more money. Cancel Good on you, Dan. Too, yeah, Good on ridiculous. you, Dan Andrews, you wanker. 
Ridiculous. The first one I've got is from actually from overseas today. Recruiting Brain Food reports about a U.S. logistics business called Flexport. And this is a direct quote, direct quote from Twitter from um, Ryan Peterson, who is the founder and CEO of Flexport. Flexport is rescinding a bunch of signed offer letters for people who are starting as soon as Monday. I'm deeply sorry for those people who are expecting to join our company and won't be able to do it at this time. It's messed up, but there's no way around it. We've had a hiring freeze for months, and I had no idea why more than 75 people were signed to join or why we had over 200 open roles on our website. All of those have been cancelled except for a handful of roles directly tied to our most important initiatives. A Flexport team order will We'll reach out to each of you personally ASAP to explain the move. I hope you'll forgive us someday and even consider coming to work here again once we get our house in order. But now would not would be a good time to add more people and expense to the company. Who the fuck's in charge of the internal comms? How funny is that? So 75 oh people were supposed God. to start, employment letters signed, and he jumps on Twitter and says, sorry, sorry, we're cancelling. I think getting on Twix is not the best way to do it. No, I, I I just and and also, are they American? Yes, they're American. Oh, fucking Americans! And Every had, time there's going to be a CEO <laughs> recorded on a Zoom town hall or do it on social media, shit. and we'll what keep and we'll freaking, keep reporting it. <laughs> come on, America, keep them coming for us because you do all the stupid shit on yeah. socials. You kill it. You're giving me all sorts of content. I love it. Oh, I know. Next? Okay, well, this one actually piqued my interest over the weekend. Well, actually, last night I was lying on the couch feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> so this is actually a really good, and it was reported on the ABC last night and it's on the Women's Agenda today. Women are found on ASX boards but absent from chair and CEO positions. Across 290 sampled ASX 300 entities surveyed, only three, 33 had boards chaired by women and only four had female chair and CEOs. They were AMP, Bendigo and Adelaide Banks, Linus and Spark New Zealand. Mind you, that has changed. Mm-hmm. We now have one at Qantas this week. Oh, yes, we do. The, so they were showing um, basically across the 300, female directors now hold 34.2% of positions at 717 out of 298. That is actually up quite a bit on what it was. At 40 new female roles added over the last two years. So that's a positive step. It's a very positive step. It doesn't take us quite as far as we need. But another positive that came out of this, in the ASX 100, there is now no all-male boards remaining. Oh, that's good. That is a very good thing. So that is a great thing. In the ASX 200, there are only two all-male boards. So we're getting there. We're getting the representation for women. It's a great start. And obviously you get one part of your DEI strategy Nailed. The rest will follow. We'll start to see all the other representations coming through and being measured more. And the Uyghur reporting next year yeah. is a name and shame, people. Name uh, and shame. I can't wait to the day we can sit up here and report that 50% of board positions are held equally, 50% yep. of CEO and chair positions are held equally. Then we can all pack up yeah. and go home. 
Oh, God, wouldn't that be nice, mate? It'd be lovely. It'd be lovely. Hey, next one from Indeed. Job seekers are increasingly turning to AI for applications and CVs. Almost half of Australian job seekers are now using AI tools to help them find and apply for jobs, a survey by Indeed revealed, with the company's career coach saying candidate interviews will become increasingly important to identify standout applicants. The survey, which included responses from more than a 1,000 working-age Australians, found that 46% use AI tools such as chat GPT to search for jobs to prepare for and hone their resumes. So what um, Sally from Indeed is saying is that Australian job seekers have embraced AI with open arms and reaping the benefits. With um, They're using it to match themselves with suitable roles, craft CVs and cover letters, practice responses to interview questions, and even assist with salary negotiations. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. But you know, we know also know that people can start using it to cheat a little bit too. So, you know, um, it's 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 a it's a fine balance. Fine balance. I think uh, AI is not going to put a lot out of out of work. I think it's going to be the people who know about AI and how to use AI are going to be more valuable. Yeah. So I think it's here to stay, and we need to learn to work with it and use it, and use it to enhance what we do and more efficiently. I heard um, someone said to me at the ITERS when I had, after I'd had a and couple. And you can remember? Yep. Only, only, <laughs> parts of it, only the parts of the conversation that um, they've heard that some companies as part of the interview process or an interview question are asking people to demonstrate how they've used um, AI in the last six months. <laughs> you know what? They could just turn and go, did you read my CV? Yeah, that's how I use it. I've got this, I've got this interview by using it. Again. <laughs> oh, don't make me laugh. I'm going to start coughing furiously. <clears throat> anyway, so this one, I laughed my way through this one today as well. And this one, this is going to make you all feel good and make you laugh. And, Craig, this is for you, my friend. Oh, thank you. Again, HR Director, New Zealand. The headline had me. It really did. Fuck off. <laughs> employer rejects answering ERA in employment dispute. The company director of a forestry company told the Employment Resolutions Authority, the ERA, to fuck off in a case <laughs> involving an unjustifiable dismissal from an employer, former employee. Um, Akuhata Pierre, director and sole shareholder of Propine uh, sil- Silviculture, Mm-hmm. was invited by the ERA after he was accused of being unjustified in his move to terminate employee in a group chat. In response, <laughs> Pierre said, we're no longer in business. Fuck off and leave us alone. <laughs> There's a response, in it? <laughs> According to Pierre, the company no longer has money and is now claiming bankruptcy. Uh, tell the former employee it's because of idiots like him we're no longer <laughs> wanted to be no longer want to be in business. <laughs> I want a pizza. Oh my god! I went on to read the whole article and yeah, he basically in a whole group chat for the whole company told a guy, "Hey mate, yeah, don't come back. You're not coming back. I'm, we keep telling you to do this. You keep getting it wrong. So yeah, it's not going to work out here for you." <laughs> and I've seen better business. I am just like, are you serious? What sort of tool bag does that in a group chat for starters and then just turns around to the the equivalent of Australia's Fair Work Commission and go, 
Fuck off. <laughs> well, we all wish or not, mate. You're gonna be the sole director. You're liable for this shit. We all wish oh, we could say. Oh my that. god. It just it, it just rings at it the does moment. Sound, it sounds like something you'd say. No, not like I would say <laughs> not fuck to, off. Yes. Not to fair walk, would, work Australia no, say to I me. Say it in that context <laughs> at all. Not a chance. <laughs> uh, the next one I've got is from my favorite news outlet, the Daily Mail. Oh, God, quality news then. <laughs> Four-day work week in Australia, change inevitable after Oxfam, Unilever and Bunnings make the switch. So a top union has claimed it's only a matter of time before a four-day work week is rolled out in Australia. Australian Services Union official Imogen Sterney describes the change as inevitable with the reduced work hours and attractive alternative for Australians. I probably call not, bullshit. Probably not um, company um, executives, but for Australians. The four-day work week is a global push to change the long-entrenched work hours with success already seen in other countries like um, Sweden, Spain and Belgium. Most use a model called the 80-20-80, which is staff and bosses agree to 100% pay for 80% work time, but for 100% productivity. Um, so already in Australia. And how are they measuring that? Well, I guess they just, after they change it, they'll find out whether you've done the same amount of work with one less day. And then they'll, um, I don't know, then they'll start Realise hiring. that you're actually doing nothing for a whole, at least one or two days a week anyway. <laughs> so they make you redundant and then hire someone for four days a week and get them to do all the five days. <laughs> Imagine you and I trying to only work four days a week. I know. Well, it's. It wouldn't. It wouldn't work. It no. wouldn't work because everyone else is working five days. Unless we all of a sudden had a three-day bloody weekend and everyone was taking the same day, I can't see how in some industry it would actually work. But, you know, probably, probably, Liza, probably 100 and whatever years ago, people were sitting around on their podcasts or their telegraph polls back then saying, what do they mean eight-hour days? That's not going to work. Who can work an eight-hour day? So they got that through. Oh, that's right. 28 hours a day down the mine. <laughs> Live in a, a shoebox in the middle of the road. <laughs> With a canary in a, in a cage. Um, yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's it for me. <laughs> oh, my God. I just feel like there's so many idiots out there today and we, I'm dealing with them. <laughs> 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 have you got a, Have you got another one, or are we going straight to events now? Let's go into events, I say, people. Let's you want me to go in. first? Well, I'm going to go first. So All right, no. you go first. <laughs> right. I'm going to go. Let's talk about rubber bands, bounce three, the panel van. The panos are knocking, don't come. If the panos are rocking, don't come and knock You can know I'm sick if I get that stuffed up. So it's a two half day. So we're October 4 and the 6. And what I love about this, it's online, basically from nine to one. So you can, I put it on in the background, listen away while I'm working, watch away, turn it up when I need to, turn it down a bit when I need to. It is the good thing I love about this. You don't have to be in a big city to go to this conference. Mm. It, you can be anywhere in Australia, anywhere in Australia or New Zealand, and, and you, you can, can listen. and you can participate too from wherever you are. You know, you can ask yeah. questions. You can give, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I think that everybody needs to get on this event. It's amazing event. So the panel van bounce three uh, online recruitment event of 2023, which I have to say, I it is. It's going to be pretty big, and Eden always has a good lineup. Mm-hmm. So get along, get registered. Uh, we will be tuning in on those two days for sure. Is it me now? You can go now if you like. Ah, uh, thank you. I'm going to go with two. I'm going. I'm the meetup person today. So the oh. Mel- 
the Melbourne meetup. Next Melbourne meetup is next Thursday, the 21st. It's about employer branding on a budget with Queen Keela Savelli and Andrew Griffiths from Zipco. You can go on to the meetup group and sign up or look at their Facebook group and sign up from there. I At last look, there was only about 30 to 40 spots left. So um, you might want to get onto that pretty quick. Then there's wow the, another meetup that's going to bounce out. Wow, yeah, they're, they're, it's really interesting, isn't it? So, um, <laughs> probably in the last six months or so, there's just been this real interest again in the in meetups and that environment and um, getting together. I, I'm yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying mm. it. I mean, last last sun. Uh, well, you've also got to remember the Melbourne Meetup are now award winners. Oh, yes, they are. Social Consciousness Award winner for the ITAS. So hopefully they'll bring the trophy and you can even touch so, it. Oh, get a photo <laughs> with the trophy. Pretend I tell it's you yours. now, everyone, you will be attending an award-winning meetup. Steve Chan will be there because he's been trying to steal an award ever since he didn't get his last Thursday. But didn't he post a picture of himself with someone else's award and yeah, told yeah, his yeah. family it was his? He got me to present it to him in a photo. <laughs> oh, well done, yeah. <laughs> the other meetup is Brisbane Meetup, which is on the 27th, starts at 5.30 at the Prince Con- Consort Hotel. So make sure that you go through to their page and sign up for that one as well. And finally, the last one, the biggie, the ATC 2023 Aligned Strategies Empower People and Impact Outcome, Impactful Outcomes. So 22nd, 23rd of November, Sydney's Luna Park. Um, it's going ooh, to be ooh, absolutely ooh. massive. Lauren's voice is going. I can hear it. It is going. <laughs> it's finally getting there. So that's a biggie. Also, I want to drop in last minute thought here is hiring success on the 14th of November. Yeah. Now, that's um, an invite only by smart recruiters, but jump on and register your interests. You might get a Guernsey party, people. And we promise that when we're back next week, both our voices will be absolutely on point. Um, But until then, that's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me, everybody. Stay classy, Tenant Creek. (laughs) 